0: Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: And there you have it, sound of the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange. Stocks closing at the worst level of the session. Folks from Third Street Music School Settlement ringing that closing bell. Stocks move lower, banks under pressure, and we are brought to you by the American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 85 years. More at ADR.org. Traders bracing for a heated U.S. presidential debate uh, tonight have another element to contend with, and that is the global sell-off in banks. Right now we have got Deutsche Bank at the bell, down 7.1%. Equities wiping out their monthly advances. Deutsche Bank tumbled to a record low on speculation Germany's largest lender would Need to raise capital. The SP 500 index down 18 to 2146, a drop of 9 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials down 164 points to 18,097, a drop also of 9 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ down 48, that too, a drop of 9 tenths of 1%. People familiar with the matter say the Walt Disney Company is working with a financial advisor to evaluate a possible bid for Twitter. Sarah Fryer and Alex Sherman broke the story for Bloomberg News. And right here on Taking Stock, Sherman told us there is logic in a tie-up from Disney's perspective.
2: Disney has recently invested in uh, Major League Baseball's, what was formerly Major League Baseball's uh, technology to stream videos. So clearly Disney is taking a look at this idea of live streaming video. Uh, And maybe Disney can use Twitter as sort of its own platform to promote its own video. Disney owns Monday Night Football rights for 2022 or so uh so they already have a football contract there there's some logic
1: and disney shares up today by uh, or actually disney lowered today by 1.4 percent it was twitter that advanced higher today by 3.3 percent and at 402 on wall street now let's take a look at other news from around the world
2: Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump meet tonight in their first presidential debate, and a new Bloomberg Politics national poll shows them tied in a two-way race. The survey has the candidates, each with 46 percent. When third-party candidates are included, Trump leads Clinton 43 percent to 41 percent. David Plouffe was Barack Obama's campaign manager in 2008. He says Clinton has her work cut out for her.
3: a huge opportunity for her. She's not the best speech maker in the world. She's not a great retail politician, particularly compared to her husband.
2: Sarah Huckabee is a senior advisor to the Trump campaign.
4: This is a guy who's going to talk about uh, his passion for America and putting America first. I think we're going to see a lot of just who Donald Trump is. Uh, He's not a poll-tested, scripted, career politician. And that contrast on this stage will be very stark tonight.
2: Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says lawmakers will vote Wednesday in an effort to override President Obama's veto of legislation to let families of 9-11 victims sue the Saudi government. The president says the law could leave U.S. officials open to lawsuits in foreign courts. The Justice Department's awarding more than $20 million to law enforcement agencies to help them add to or improve their use of body cameras. For the first time in 80 years, a farm in upstate New York is legally growing cannabis, but it's not for smoking. The Times says J.D. Farms is growing industrial hemp, which can be used to make everything from flour to plastics. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie.
1: And we thank you. And again, recapping a uh, move floor for U.S. equities today with the S&P 500 index slumping 18 points, down nine-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down 166, also down nine-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pallett, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion
3: creates the motion. I feel the earth move on the moon. You move
4: like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast.
3: All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose.
0: Something's called movers and shakers.
3: It costs a little more, but that name cracked me up.
1: Bloomberg taking stock, movers and shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
4: A special edition of Taking Stock today. We're broadcasting live from Midtown Manhattan from the offices of Eisner Amper. Doesn't take our eye off the movers and shakers today, though. I'm going to go inside the S&P 500 really quick for a look uh, at how the market stacked up. Definitely to the downside with 404 losers, 98 gainers, just three companies with their share prices closing unchanged. Dave Wilson is back at Bloomberg World Headquarters here in New York City to kick it off for us.
0: I want to talk about Deutsche Bank, if only because uh, what's going on at that company sort of had uh, follow on effects on uh, bank stocks on both sides of the Atlantic. Uh, Germany's Focus magazine reporting Chancellor Angela Merkel ruled out state funding for the bank before elections ne- next September. Uh, they also reported that Merkel won't get involved in the bank's legal dispute with the U.S., the Justice Department seeking $14 billion uh, to settle mortgage securities cases brought against Deutsche Bank. Now, German government spokesman said there's no grounds for financing speculation. Nonetheless, Deutsche Bank... With a loss of 7.1% in U.S. trading.
3: I'll tell you about the shares of Array Biopharma. The shares higher by nearly. 82%. This move comes after the company said its treatment for a form of skin cancer showed promising first results in a final stage study. Array's treatment targets melanoma, and melanoma is one of the most common and deadly cancers in the United States with more than 76,000 new cases and 10,000 deaths annually. Array Biopharma, the shares higher today by more than 80%.
4: Well, I just want to take a look at Callaway Golf today. As the king of golf, Arnold Palmer uh, passes away at the age of 87, considered one of the greatest professional golfers of this era, a trailblazer. Uh, he was one of the ones who uh, came of age and help popularize and commercialize the sport when television took over from the 1950s forward. And, uh, interesting to some of the commentators are saying that as sad as the death of Arnold Palmer is, it could provide a lift for Callaway Golf, which bought the rights to Palmer's name and image regarding golf project products, excuse me, in 2,000, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Callaway Golf, but I think anybody who is a golf fan or a sports fan is is uh, saying goodbye to Arnold Palmer today. The share price down just a little bit for Callaway, $0.10 cents at $11.63. I want to
0: mention Restaurant Brands International. This is the company that owns Burger King and Tim Hortons, uh, 3G Capital, the controlling shareholder, uh, Bill Ackman's Pershing Square has a substantial stake as well, Restaurant Brands cut to the equivalent of sell from neutral at the uh, institutional firm Longbow Research. Uh, Longbow citing signs that Burger King's growth in sales and new stores is slowing. Uh, you put that together, restaurant brands, the ticker on this one, QSR, is in quick serve restaurants, down 3.1%.
3: And I'll say about the shares of Carnival Cruise Lines, uh, down 1.6% despite the company saying that first half fiscal 2017 cumulative advanced bookings are ahead of prior year at considerably higher prices. Shares were higher in early morning trading but turned lower perhaps for profit-taking. Once again, the shares of Carnival Cruise Lines down 1.6%.
4: Just a quick look at Twitter and Disney as Walt Disney reportedly uh, looking at a possible bid for Twitter. Terrific story, uh, broken by our own Bloomberg News duo, Alex Sherman and Sarah Fryer. It's interesting, Pim, that here at the Eisner Amper uh, event today, we spoke to Sam Sadu, who is the founder and CEO of Megalith Capital Management, who had a career in media before he got into real estate. He said to him, this deal makes sense. The streaming rights, all the foray into sports and other things through ESPN. He gave it a, this deal a thumbs up today. And investors, again, uh, boosting Twitter, but uh, not so... Positive on Disney.
3: Yes, indeed. All right. Now it's time for the Volatility Index Report. It's brought to you by the CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cvoe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Taking a look at the VIX, it moved higher today. It surged by more than 17 percent. It was up 2.21, settling at 14.50. The move in higher volatility can also be attributed to people's concerns over the outcome of tonight's presidential debate. And just to note that Bloomberg's coverage, Bloomberg politics coverage of the debate will be carried live streaming on Twitter. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, Hi, Uh, my name is Dave.
2: Wilson, where are you? Wilson!
3: Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open
2: up the door. It's Dave.
0: Who? Dave. Hey, Mr. Wilson!
4: Well, I bet a lot of uh, investors in lands and Dave wish they would have gotten that note uh, from the CEO that he was about ready to leave the company. Kind of tough on the stock today, right?
0: Yeah, it definitely was. And, and bear in mind, Land's End is a casual wear maker and retailer spun off about two and a half years ago by Sears Holdings. Uh, Sears Chief Executive Eddie Lampert and his hedge fund owned most of the company's shares. Land's End trades under the ticker LE. Stock peaked at $56.25 in December 2014 and plunged 57% last year as quarterly results were disappointing. The losses mounted this year and the share set a record low in July. Now, Land's End uh, had attempted a rebound. Then again, it was set back today after Chief Executive Federica Marcioni resigned. She lasted less than two years after arriving from Dolce & Gabbana's U.S. unit. Marcioni's departure followed three straight quarterly losses accompanied by falling sales. Landsend named two executives as co-interim CEOs, Chief Merchandising and Design Officer Joseph Boitano, and Chief Operating and Financial Officer James Gooch. The management change prompted C.L. King and Associates to cut its rating to neutral from buy. It also prompted some investors to sell the stock. Land's End suffered its biggest one-day loss in 20 months as the shares fell 14%.
3: Thank you very much, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist. Go ahead, send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. Sign up for his daily free email newsletter. This is a special edition of Bloomberg Taking Stock. We're broadcasting live from Midtown Manhattan from the offices of Eisenhower as they prepare for their fourth annual Real Estate Private Equity Summit. The keynote speaker, Sam Zell. That's Wednesday, the 28th. This is Bloomberg.
4: Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by M.Y. Safra Bank, a leading name in banking with 150 years of family knowledge and exclusive banking services. Stop in at 499 Park Avenue or visit mysafra.com. Member FDIC.